live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. ...of the House, Hunter Biden, the president's son, will be a target for investigations. And that means data from a laptop reported to belong to Biden could be crucial to the investigatory process. CBS News has obtained its data not through a third party or political operative, but directly from the source who told us they provided it to the FBI under subpoena. And we commissioned an independent forensic review to determine its authenticity. By Senior way, investigative correspondent Catherine Harris third joins party. us now with what we found. We didn't get Catherine, it from a third party, interested. but we got it from a guy who gave it Good to morning, somebody. Good morning, Tony. These House Republican investigations are coming, and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. Well, how about that? Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. This dad called and told me, I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident, based on your analysis, this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. This Delaware computer shop is where the laptop's backstory begins. Well, Their records that? indicate in April 2019, Hunter Biden took his laptop in for repair, but never paid. After 90 days, the store considered it abandoned. Then in December 2019, the FBI subpoenaed the store's owner to turn over the computer and a portable drive of its data. Whatever happened to Hunter? During the 2020 election, versions were widely shared by Republican operatives, including Rudy Giuliani. We have the entire hard drive. But questions were raised about whether additional files were added to those versions. Then-candidate Biden labeled the laptop controversy disinformation. What this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. CBS News approached the lawyer for the computer repair shop owner to cut through the noise. We've always had uh, one clean copy. And obtained a copy of what he says they provided the FBI under subpoena. Then we went to Minneapolis for an independent analysis. Were you paid by CBS or anyone else to analyze the data? No. No. I wouldn't want anyone to think that someone bought our opinion. Around the corner, it'll lead you to what we call our imaging room. Lanterman and his son, Sean, both digital forensic experts, recovered images of credit cards, a driver's license, social security number. Just the sheer volume of what we're dealing with, it would be difficult, uh, if not impossible, to fabricate. And explained <laughs> how files built up over years. It accumulated over time, which is consistent with normal, everyday use of a computer. There's some reporting about folders being added. We have read these um, articles. We don't see that. So I believe that that's because we have a more pristine copy. The laptop and its contents have fueled Republican interest in Hunter Biden's business ventures. Hunter Biden was working with Chinese nationals they say this May 2017 email outlining a proposed business deal with a Chinese energy firm is one reason why they have questions about whether President Biden benefit. We're prepared to subpoena Hunter Biden. We would certainly hope that he would want to come. 
before the committee and clear his name. Two of Hunter Biden's former business partners, including Tony Bobolinsky, who received the email, told CBS News the 10 held by H for the big guy is shorthand for 10 percent held by Hunter for his father. After the email became public in 2020, the author of the email told... Ladies and gentlemen, that is breaking news, apparently, by the ABC News Network. And another breaking news, John F. Kennedy just just helped us land on the moon. We just landed on the moon. Eli, Eli, did you hear we landed on the moon? We landed on the moon. Absolutely amazing, ladies and gentlemen. We landed on the moon and we just found out about Hunter Biden's laptop all in the same afternoon. Wow. Criminy, they're late. <laughs> well, better late than never, I guess. But you know, you know what I think about is the greatest about that entire, uh, that entire uh, ABC story is the fact that they're break, they're laying it out like it is just breaking, like Tony Bobolinsky. 10 for the big guy, the repair shop, the $85 bill. Oh, there's just so much evidence in this computer. It's hard to fathom. And what made that forensic specialist really caught his ear was the voicemail from Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your horses because we're about to find out about a laptop from hell (laughs) you know it's it's funny because you and I have known about everything that they just talked about for two years or longer and more there are things that you and I know about that laptop that I'm sure that ABC and those forensic specialists don't even know about yet but you know what this is this is the mainstream media turning on Joe Biden to get him removed as quick as possible so they can get somebody in there to help save the party. And no, it will not be the cackling jackal, Kamala Harris. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. We landed on the moon and we found out that the Hunter Biden laptop was real. Some would say we didn't even land on the moon. (laughs) Oh, amazing, folks. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV Live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing to be here with you, and we are so very thankful that we have ABC to let us know about all of the tomfoolery that's going on in the Biden crime family. I keep getting the question asked if the decertification has stopped in Arizona. Does that mean everybody? That means anybody who has not conceded, yes. That means anybody who has not conceded. NPR, okay, hold on. Hello and welcome back to NPR, your national public radio voice of the people. In today's news, we are just finding out about a laptop that apparently belonged to the president's son, Hunter Biden. No, this would not be his dead son. This is his very alive son who seems to be addicted to crack and hookers. In later news, we just landed on the moon. Sven, take it away. Thank you very much, John. I am sitting in here right now waxing my legs. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'd like to get to a uh, <laughs> I'd like to get to an email and then I'd like to get to some thank yous if I could, okay? <laughs> oh, hey Jeremy, I'm sending you this email to let you know how proud I am to be a part of the LFA family. I have listened to you since the backyard rant days, and I am the one who made the red, white, and blue crocheted blanket, which we have right in our living room to this day. And actually working on a Harold family blanket, hope to get it done soon. Anyway, most recently, I had mentioned in the chat that I would love to try the field of greens, but I couldn't afford it right now. It was the same day you brought up Cammie Coates and how she needed help, so you were sending her money from the Slurp Fund. She reached out to me in the chat asking me to PM her. So I did, of course, and she told me she had an extra jar of Field of Greens, which is the wild berry, which is exactly what I wanted to try. And she wanted me to have it. 
She asked if for my address. She sent it out, and I received it yesterday with a beautiful card. I literally cried with joy. Cami is going through so much in the middle of all that sends me a gift. I am overwhelmed with joy from this LFA family that are truly caring people, and I thank the Lord that he put you in this position, Jeremy, to bring us all together. Shout out to Cami and her kindness. My heart is overflowing. I know you love hearing about stuff like this and wanted to share. God bless you and Sabrina. She is so awesome. Cindy Ward. Cindy, I want to thank you very much for the kind words about uh, my wife and especially this LFA family. Yes, it is strong. Yes, it is amazing. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing like this that I have ever experienced ever before. And I want to thank you all for taking it upon yourself to make LFA your home. This is your network. This is not. This network does not belong to Rumble, does not belong to Getter, does not belong to Fox News, does not belong to RAV, does not belong to Jeremy Harrow, belongs to you, the LFA family. And I thank you so very much for letting me be the CEO to help guide this ship where it, where it needs to go. But right now, you guys are doing a heck of a job, and I, uh, I appreciate you more than you know. Sandra, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some thank yous right now. Sandra, um, hopefully I say this right, Podolsky, thank you so very much for your online uh, donation at JeremyHerald.com. It's because of you and people like you that we even have a network. Because we do not make a lot, a lot of money off the sponsors, and we would not be able to survive off just that. Thank God that they're here to fill in the gap. Connie Hammock, God bless you. A lot of people just stopped uh, spending money on like, uh, you know, Netflix and Hulu and D- Disney Plus, and they put money here instead because they get more out of this as a network, even though they don't have to. That's what's great about you people. Matt Behenny, God bless you. Mary Jolly, that's a great name, Mary and Jolly. Uh, Gay Hartwell, Nicole Chaput. Uh, Chaput or Chapit, I'm not sure. Sally Popa, Janet Burgess, Lori Hess, Carolyn Jones, Anne Dubow, Susan Bro, Kelly Duarte, Laura Mileage, Anna, or excuse me, Anne Pargiello, or Pargiello, Carol Hashimoto, Jean Hyatt, Wanda Wilson, Love Wanda Wilson. I always call her Wendy for some reason. Rosemary Rullivard, Margie Barry, and Marva Hurst, and Catherine Shea. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you very much for being an online uh, monthly donor because it really helps for us to be able to project what we're going to be able to bring in for income the next month. That's why it's so important. So thank you so very much. Jeremy, go on tour as the Hip Hop Patriot and do Sven. Sven is our... uh, very uh, uh, unpopular, I guess maybe popular, <laughs> I don't know, uh, NPR voice. It's always been fun. You want to know something, ladies and gentlemen, I realized that we've been doing this for two years this month. LFA has been a, a, an, abs- an actual show, and you guys have been paying my income and the income that we need to do this for two years this month already. We went from the backyard to the basement to another room to another studio, to this studio, and who knows where we're going to be in another two years. But I just want to say thank you. I'm in for the long haul. I appreciate you. If you're new to the show, God bless you. We like you to rumble every time you come in and share the feed. We really appreciate it. All right, let's get to Jesus Calling, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of the evening, and we're going to get there now on this November 21st year of our Lord, 2022. This is a good one tonight. You receive encouragement as a free gift from me when you make the effort to hold on to your hope. Remember we talked about optimism earlier and what optimism really is and what hope really is and how, you know, putting all that negativity out there in the world, like nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen is actually going to lead to nothing happening. It's amazing. Uh, Hold on to your hope, focusing on, on what I've already done for you, died for your sins, what I am doing for you, living in you, and what I will do for you, take you home to heaven. I love the way it says, take you home, as if that's where you came from. Think about that. I love to give good gifts in generous proportions. So cling to hope, beloved, and you will be greatly encouraged. When somebody, when you, when you see the word beloved in the Bible or in any of these scriptures, it is such a great honor uh, to have somebody call you beloved. It means that you mean so much to them, more than you could ever know. God calls you that all the time. From Hebrews 6.18, it says, By two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled 
to take hold of the hope offered to us may be greatly encouraged. And Philippians 3, 14 through 16 says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. And before you turn out the light tonight, prayerfully lay claim to the hope of heaven. It is your birthright as a Christian. Uh, Folks, when you get the morning newsletter from me, I highly encourage you to go to that verse. That's why I put the verses in there. Go to that verse and read the whole chapter or read that book, okay? The chapter would suffice, but definitely the book is, is important. Go there and read it for yourself. Read the context in which that verse comes from. Read the before and read the after so that you understand fully what that verse is all about. Okay. Lord's Prayer, please remove your hat if you're wearing one. And uh, let's, let's kind of, you know what? It, for the Lord's Prayer, I would ask for you guys to stop uh, chatting in the live chat. I know Rumble wants you to keep chatting, chatting, chatting. It's, it means more engagement. But I would much rather have you focus on the cross and focus on the blood that was spilled at that cross for us to be doing what we're doing right now. Okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Whose birthday is it? Whose birthday is it somewhere? Somebody I saw a birthday to Top Shots? I don't know who that is, but here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Top Shots. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Top Shots. Happy birthday, everybody whose birthday it is. I would like to see 4,000 people right here in this LFA rumble chat. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, further ado, not of do, further of do. I sound like Joe Biden over here. Everybody lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. There's something about coffee. And ladies and gentlemen, as I put on this Rumble chat real quick so you guys can see these awesome Rumble live chat uh, members, I would like to uh, remind you that we have our own brand of coffee called Rise Up Coffee, and that will be on the website this weekend. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, and it'll be the only uh, it'll be the only item that does not have a Black Friday discount on it because we do not make hardly anything <laughs> of making coffee. But I got to tell you, I wanted my own brand of coffee because I'm such a big coffee drinker, and it's not only what this coffee represents; it's what some of the proceeds will be going for. It's all about rising up. It's all about helping, and some of the proceeds are actually going to go towards local candidates running for school boards, running for local uh, uh, city clerk. Uh, county clerk seats and county commissioner seats and precinct committee men. We're going to actually have a fund where we help people out. You know how the RNC collects money all year long? We're going to collect all money all year long too, going up for 2024. And we're going to help people out, regular people that need money because nobody else will help them. We're going to help them. All right? All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost, Jim Jordan from Ohio, O-H-I-O, somebody that I really, really, really love is Jim Jordan. Um, and I just wish that he would, uh, I wish he would stop with his, uh, with his, whatever relationship he has with Kevin McCoward. Okay. I just wish he'd stop. But anyway, Jim Jordan, he wants to interview all 51 officials under oath who signed off on the bogus Hunter Biden laptop story with a letter saying that it was nothing. Jim Jordan wants all of them. And I absolutely love this. So let's get into this now. Um, because this actually comes from Representative James Comer, okay? Uh, This is a great story here, so I'm just going to get into it. In October of 2020, just days before the presidential election, 51 former intelligence officials signed off and published a letter that basically decreed that the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop from hell 
all had the classic earmarks of Russian information operation. Think about that. 51 very, very highly skilled and very in-the-know FBI officials and intelligent officials all said this is classic Russian disinformation and it's being used by the Republicans in cahoots with Donald J. Trump. Okay? And that was all a lie. And we know it was a lie. So they should all be held accountable for it. And Jim Jordan wants to do just that. Wants to do just that. In March, Representative Matt Gates from Florida introduced a House resolution that would strip security clearances from dozens of federal uh, intelligence officials who signed on to the letter declaring the infamous Biden laptop as Russian disinformation shortly after it emerged leading up to the rigged 2020 election. But now, Americans finally, finally want to see justice served. So, Representative James Comer told Newsmax on Monday, by the way, can we get Representative James Comer on the show? And I want all your guys' help, too. I've not really reached out to him officially. We've reached out unofficially. uh, But I think we're going to reach out officially and get James Comer on the show. He was on Newsmax on Monday and told uh, and said that Representative Jim Jordan and the Judiciary Committee want to interview under oath all 51 of the intelligence officials that signed off on that letter. There's been no apology. And that's something Jim Jordan and the judiciary uh, want to focus on. They want to interview all 51 of those intelligence officials who signed that letter that day and find out why they signed it and who forced them to sign off on it. And if nobody forced them to and they signed off on it because they thought there was, it was bogus, what led them to believe that? And I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get down to this nitty gritty. I told you, search does not find your latest show on Rumble. Ah, huh, that's odd. That's odd. Well, just all you have to do is go to uh, JeremyHarrell.com or go to LFATV.us and you should be able to get it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. I told you, having the House was so much more important than having the Senate if we were only going to have one. Now, I believe we're going to I believe that we should have more than that. And I don't know how that's going to work out in Arizona. Um, Blake Masters, I thought conceded to Mark Kelly already. I might be wrong on that. It's actually one thing I'm not 100% sure of, but I thought Blake Masters already conceded to Mark Kelly. And if that's the case, you know, it doesn't really matter anyway. We'll get Herschel Walker and we'll have the same 50-50 split as we had before. But the house was that important. The house was important, A, so we could stop the bogus investigations into Donald J. Trump. B, so we could start our own investigations and get ready for two years of investigating everything, getting everything out that we need to get out so that by the time the 2024 came around, we put all these people where they belong. Now, I agree with somebody who said no hearings, just fire the all. I I think you meant fire them all. I think more than fire. I think uh, public hangings for treason myself, but that's just that that is what it is. Um. Blake Masters was weak, as is weak, says Amy. Blake did concede. Well, there you go. That's the problem right there. That should have never happened until something was done, either a certification or what happened now, which is the AG has stopped that certification. Blake did not concede. So now I'm getting, I'm getting mixed messages. Um, I guess we'll find out on our own to make sure. Um, but that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. These 51 officials, they want, uh, Jim Jordan wants them all under oath. And I, I agree. I want them all under oath, okay? I just wa- tried watching the earlier show on Rumble and on Roku, just stuck on main page, but could hear words. Yeah, that's weird because it's all there. should also try to download our app, LFA Space TV. It took two years for the Russia, Russia, Russia to come out. was not true. Two years of $28 million of taxpayer money, says Green Broccoli. Amen. Amen. So everybody is saying Blake conceded. I thought he did. I thought he had. And if that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, then he, he, he doesn't deserve the seat. I would never concede, ever, ever, ever. I haven't even conceded my race, <laughs> even after a recount. It's just not something that I do, not anymore. We don't live in that world where that, that kind of uh, camaraderie exists. You know what I mean? We've had too many, too many cheating, too much cheating, I should say, too many times. Jeremy, who do you use to collect donations? I use um, uh, Align Pay. Align Pay and Cornerstone, they work together. Align Pay is the parent company. Cornerstone is the actual tech company, but they work uh, hand in hand. It's Align Pay is the, uh, is the company, and they use a company called Cornerstone to actually implement the IT. Okay, moving on. This special prosecutor 
that was appointed to uh, basically be the next person to not take down Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Let me get into that. The special prosecutor, this is what I actually wrote down. See, see, I just bullet point everything. I don't write down like what I'm going to say. I just bullet point everything for, these, uh, for all these stories that I research on. Uh, the special prosecutor that the DOJ assigned to be the next loser to not take down Trump <laughs> is actually a bit more of a loser than we all thought. Can we just, uh, do we have, I think we have loser music that's some of my favorite, right? Let's go ahead and cue that music while we get into this. I'm a all right, here we go. And happy birthday to Cole Windsor, by the way, as well, who turns 25 today. We need that young group to be uh, paying attention to LFA. Anyway, the new Trump special prosecutor is more of a loser than we all thought. As a matter of fact, he was also the guy who was involved in taking down and targeting the conservative groups and the Tea Party. Oh, but this guy's so much of a loser. He gets Everything he does gets overturned by the Supreme Court or by an appellate court or by a federal court, and we only have 900 rumbles. That is unacceptable, says the LFA producer. Everybody on this page right now that's watching should like this video. It's that simple. Just like the video, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? All right, let's get into this. Jack Smith set up the infamous meeting in the IRS targeting of conservative groups, the Congress found. The special counsel named... Special counsel named by the Biden administration to investigate Donald Trump oversaw a Justice Department unit that was rebuked by the Supreme Court for its prosecution of prominent Republicans and was linked by Congress to the IRS scandal that targeted conservative groups. Jack Smith, a war, a war crimes prosecutor, well, maybe he can go over to the Ukraine and try them for war crimes of killing Russian um, prisoners. That's another story. Uh, a, war crimes, a war crimes prosecutor in the Hague and former chief of the DOJ Public Integrity Section, was named Friday by uh, Attorney General, uh, illegitimate Attorney General Merrick Gardenome Garland, to take over two investigations of Trump related to uh, January 6th and the documents found at Mar-a-Lago. Now, in 2014, when Obama was president, the House Oversight Committee concluded that during Smith's earlier stint at the DOJ, he set up a critical meeting between his department and the IRS official, Lois Lerner, that set in motion the targeting of conservative nonprofits that became one of the signature scandals of the Obama administration. The Oversight Committee obtained testimony from a DOJ official named Richard Pilger in 2014 that showed Smith set up the meeting with Lerner to discuss more aggressive enforcement of regulations prohibiting tax-exempt groups from engaging in politics in the aftermath of the landmark Citizen United Free Speech Supreme Court case. Quote, according to Mr. Pilger, the Justice Department convened a meeting with former IRS official Lois Lerner in October of 2010 to discuss how the IRS could assist in the criminal enforcement of campaign finance laws against politically active nonprofits. Okay? The letter concluded, it is apparent that the department's leadership, including Public Integrity Section Chief Jack Smith, who's the guy that's appointed, was closely involved in engaging with the IRS in the wake of the Citizens United and political pressure from prominent Democrats to address perceived problems with the decision. Let's move forward. Fast forwarding anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's move all the way down to... Okay, the Supreme Court reversed the conviction in a stunning loss for the DOJ concluding that the definition of public acts used by Smith's team was unconstitutional and exceeded the definition in the bribery statutes. There is no doubt that this case is distasteful. It may be worse than that, said Chief Justice John Roberts when he wrote the majority opinion. But our concerns is not with tawdry tales of Ferraris, Rolexes, and ball gowns. It is instead with the broader legal implication of the government's boundless interpretation of the federal bribery statute. A more limited interpretation of the term official act leaves ample room for prosecuting corruption while comporting with the text of the statute and the precedent of this court. The judgment of the Court of Appeals is vacated and the case is remanded for further proceedings consistent with this opinion. Smith did not appear Friday for Garland's news conference, appointing him as a special uh, prosecutor, but announced that he was resigning immediately from his job at The Hague. In a statement, he vowed to pursue the Trump investigation fairly, but aggressively. You've already been... By the way, that case with the IRS, 
That was one of three that was either overturned by the Supreme Court or a federal court of appeals that this guy oversaw. He's worthless. He's a loser. We've already played the loser music. And every time that the man talks or said that he's going to, I don't know, uh, approach something fairly and fair and balanced. That is what I hear, ladies and gentlemen. He's a loser then. He's a loser now. He'll lose again. He won't do anything with Trump. Nobody will. Trump will be back in the White House. 2024, you'll be calling him president again. We'll be laughing, and then we'll be getting things done. We won't laugh for long. This will not be like it was in 2016 when we celebrated for a year and a half and had rallies still celebrating the win of President Trump a year and a half after he was elected. No, 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 no. We will smile. We will toast. We will congratulate everybody for their hard work. We will then put on our armor of God and we will be right back on the offense the next day, period. This will not be a time for celebration uh, outside of maybe 24 hours. And this will not be a time to gloat. As a matter of fact, it'll be just the opposite. Once we win, that's when the real work begins because we really need to truly drain the swamp in four years after that. The swamp needs to be drained by the 2028 presidential election. As a matter of fact, the, pres- the, the swamp needs to be drained by the 2026 midterms, okay? I get it, Parker. He is president now. I get it. I get it. But you know what I mean, okay? We're not going to split hairs there. He's not in the White House right now. Biden is, period. Illegitimately or legitimately. And once Trump is back in the White House, then I'll say he's president again. But I agree with you, 100%. But we can't go at it like that. We can't sit around and go, well, Trump's president now, so I'm not going to do anything. That's like those people that said, well, we're not going to do anything until we get uh, 2020 addressed. We've been addressing 2020. But sitting around and doing nothing but addressing 2020 doesn't do anything for the now, nor the future. I've always said this. Since November 4th, I said, we are fighting two battles. Now, and the future, and the past. Okay? Period. Anybody who sits around and says, well, we're going to wait until we address 2020 are just going to keep losing. You like to lose? I don't like to lose. So stop sitting around and waiting for somebody to fix 2020. It's not the way things work. It'll never be the the way things work. Let me, uh, let's go to the Rumble chat real quick and see what you guys are saying there. So everybody watching on Roku and Firestick and maybe who's watching on True Social, because you can watch it right there when we, when we share it there, see what you guys are saying. We need to take out the Vatican for that to happen. I do not agree. I do not disagree. I do not disagree. We never stop fighting. Evil will still try to fight us. Amen. LFA producer says 1,070 rumbles. Woo. Nan says rumble, rumble, rumble. I love it. I love it. Ro- uh, Rojas says I just looked it up and Masters conceded. Well, there you go. There you go. Terry says continuing to work behind for uh, Trump for MAGA. Amen. Trump won 2020 and he will win again, says Cindy Lou Who. Amen. Yes, you're right. God's hand will bring the tidal wave of truth, says Parker. Amen, brother. That's what I like to see if you're a guy. I don't know if you're a guy or a girl. I don't know if you're a guy or a girl. I'm just, I'm just assuming. Kevin McCarthy is already acting like he's uh, Speaker of the House. He will say something that gets him in trouble. Just watch. Does President Trump trust him? I don't, says Gay Nell. Amen. I don't trust the guy either. I don't trust the guy either. Get him the McHell out of here. How about that? Anyway, let's, uh, let's take a moment. Let's take a break. You can grab a, a drink of coffee real quick because we're going to highlight one of our amazing sponsors here on LFA. And I tell you guys all the time, these sponsors, the sponsors that we get on this show, they're not like if, if Bongino or, or, or Kirk reads a sponsor. I'm not just going to look down and go, for the best time on HomeTitleLock.com. I, I get these sponsors. I choose these sponsors. I choose these sponsors because I know they're going to help us pay the bills while Biden is, is destroying this economy, and they're going to help you. They're not just to read, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want Christmas presents, there are many places that you could shop. JeremyHarrell.com, MyPillow.com, any of the businesses on the American Strong page, and with our sponsors. Because Can you imagine paying a yearly uh, subscription for somebody to protect their home? That would be a great present. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com today, ladies and gentlemen, and for less than $20 a month, you can save your home from being targeted and from having all the money and all the equity drained out of your house, which happens every day, thousands and thousands of people lose their equity in their home in the United States of America, mostly from attacks abroad, but it happens so quickly, so fast. And Frankie, uh, producer Frankie's father actually has a great story of this, of how he got, uh, how he got flagged. It got flagged and he got um, notified instantly. Otherwise, he would have lost his house. It's that quick. 
So ladies and gentlemen, it's real. The threat is there. They will take it. And you will be screwed before you know it. And there'll be nothing you can do about it. So go to HomeTitleLock.com today. Protect your family's home and the equity in that home for pennies a day. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code LFA. Okay? Good Shepherd had a question. Let's go. Let's find that question. Where was McNasty when Trump needed him? That is the best question you can ask. Where was Kevin McCarthy when Trump needed him? Folks, I'll ask you to share this video, please, 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 and get it out to the world as we get on to the next story. Earlier today, I reported on Kevin McCarthy working very, very hard behind the scenes to bend the right ear and lobby to whoever he has to lobby to get the right group of people to pressure the candidates that they have leverage over to vote for him as Speaker of the House come January 4th. Okay? Again, I will say, ladies and gentlemen, if... Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House. We will not get nearly the amount of things done that we want to get having the House of Representatives. Okay? And I'll say this too. Just like they said in the chat, where was McCarthy when Trump needed him? He was actually blasting Trump. He was actually insulting Trump. Where was the Republican leadership while these J6 prisoners rot in prison? Where was Kevin McCarthy? Even MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Paul Gosar, I believe it was, and others, maybe it was Andy Biggs, they went down to the prison how many times? How many times has Marjorie been there? As much as, as, much as I know Mar, uh, Kevin McCarthy is offering Marjorie Taylor Greene all the committee positions in the world she wants to vote for him, it's not worth it, MTG. It's not worth it. Let God, let God give you the positions that you deserve, not Kevin McCarthy. You're not beholden to him to anything, Okay. And if you think that I can talk any sense into Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates works with her daily, and he can't even. So ladies and gentlemen, it's very, very important because you got to understand, Kevin McCarthy is going around and he's going to Jewish groups to get them to use leverage over any, any candidates they can. He's going to all these people and he's saying, I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you if you get these people that you have leverage over in your districts or in your states or in your cities to vote for me when it comes to January 4th. So, one of the promises he made that we talked about earlier is that he would get rid of Ilhan Omar, and he, and he spoke, uh, uh, he spoke this, uh, this weekend. He uh, spoke to a, uh, a, a bunch of different Jewish groups, leaders, and of course, if he's speaking to Jewish leaders, he's going to talk about getting rid of the anti-Semitism, the real anti-Semitism. Who uh, embodies anti-Semitism for real? Ilhan Omar. So, of course, he's sitting in front of them, and he says, I showed you earlier. I remember when she said this about you, and I also remember promising I'd get rid of her, and I'll get rid of her. He also promised to get rid of Eric Fartwell, and he also promised to get rid of Adam Schiff. Okay? Well, they've responded to this. Okay? Representative Ilhan Omar and Eric Fartwell, anyway, have responded to House Minority Leader Kevin McCoward's vow to block them from committees in the next Congress. McCarthy has been de- uh, designated... Um, the next speaker of the house, at least in that first vote, once Republicans take control in January, the Republican congressman has promised to keep, uh, Adam Schiff, Omar and Swalwell, Fartwell off committees. He cited Swalwell's relationship with a Chinese spy, Omar's criticism of Israel and Adam Schiff's promotion of the Russia collusion conspiracy theory. One thing I said from the very beginning, Eric Fartwell cannot get security clearance in a public sector, McCarthy told Fox News, which Paul Ryan is on the board of. Why would we ever give him security clearance and the secrets to America? Well, he's already got him, numb nuts. So I will not allow him to be on the House Intelligence Committee. Cool. So neither would somebody else. Neither would, and neither would Andy Biggs. Neither would Paul Gosar. Neither would Chip Roy. Neither would Matt Gates. So what are you, what are you really offering? He says, you have Adam Schiff who lied to the American public time and time again. What about you? What about you, Kevin McCarthy? What about all the lies you've told? What about all the, uh, all the bashing you did of Trump and the people that were there on January 6th? Anyway, Representative Ilhan Omar is not happy about the news, and she's accused the GOP of xenophobia and Islamophobia and racism, even though she's anti-Semite and wants all Jew- Jewish people dead. She said this, quote, from the moment I was elected, the Republican Party has made its mission to use fear, xenophobia, Islamophobia, and racism to target me on the House floor. 
and through millions of dollars of campaign ads. Oh, oh, no, you put yourself in that position by being a terrorist. Not because you're Muslim, because of your words, because of your rhetoric about this country and about Palestine and about Israel and about Jews. She said, McCarthy's effort to repeatedly single me out for scorn and hatred, including threatening to strip me from my committee, does nothing to address the issues that our constituents deal with. It does nothing to address inflation, health care, and solve the climate crisis. No, there's other people for that. We're just addressing getting you out of the way and giving you as little as power as possible because you are a terrorist and you are a loser and you came to this country illegally and you're holding power illegally because you lied to get here. Is that another conspiracy theory? Or are we going to figure that out in six years? And ABC will report on it. Incest. You lied because, because and you married your brother, probably had sexual relations with him. I don't know. You're, you're, you're wacko. So who knows? Long story short, who cares? Who cares? So she's going to say racism and, 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 and Islamophobia. That's a oh, cry me a river. Who cares? That's what you want to call it. Call it that then. That's what it is then. That's what I'd start saying if I were these uh, congressmen. Shut up. You want to call me racist? Good. I'll be racist. Either way, get out. And while you're at it, pay eight bucks for your check mark on Twitter. Moron. Anyway, she goes on to say this. The congresswoman added that the constant stream of hate from conservatives has led to hundreds of death threats and credible plots against me and my family. Well, join the, join the crowd, because I'm right there with you. I've gotten plenty of death threats from your side. She said, instead of doing anything to address the open hostility towards religious minorities in his party, McCarthy is now lifting up people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and so many others. And then here's what I thought was funny. Eric Fartwell said this. When he, was, when he was asked by Fox News what he thinks about Kevin McCarthy getting rid of his, um, his ability to be on any committees, you know what he said? I actually thought this was clever by old Eric Fartwell. He said, please circle back to me if Kevin McCarthy becomes speaker. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll give him that one. I'll give Eric Fartwell, the Chinese spy, Fang Fang, the loser, the Marxist, I'll give him that one. He said, circle back to me if Kevin McCarthy actually becomes speaker. I think he's got a point there. I think that might be the smartest thing that, Ke- that uh, Eric Fartwell ever said. I'm not going to give him the Smarty Award. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. But I might, uh, I'll give him that credit there. I'll give him the credit there. Either way, Adam, Sh- it doesn't matter if Kevin McCarthy becomes speaker or not. Whoever becomes speaker is going to get rid of these losers. Okay. And even though that was a clever thing that Eric Fartwell said, and I probably would have said the same thing, uh, he's gone too, and he knows it. So, <laughs> circle back to me. Oh, anyway, anyway, I want to, uh, I want to, I want to go to something else completely different for a minute. Let's go as much as well. Hold on, before we do, before we do, I want to give you the. There's three Republicans that are holding out hardcore on Kevin McCarthy, and that means he wouldn't win. The Republicans in Congress have decided it's better to cling to the status quo than to make a change, says Biggs, uh, uh, Andy Biggs. He said, I was told in 2020 that we were in the minority and shouldn't make change to leadership this year. I was told we would have a red wave gaining 25 seats or more so we wouldn't want to change our leader, that our leaders earned the right to lead again. Now I'm told that we'll barely have a three-seat majority so we must not change leadership in order to protect unity. And Andy Biggs says, I disagree. I love that op-ed that he put out. The op-ed was shared by Matt Gates, who claimed that McCarthy is threatening and pressuring incoming freshman uh, House representatives, uh, House members, to vote for him. And he said, we have, to, we, have to fo- uh, we have the votes to force change. Uh, Matt Gates tweeted out, Kevin McCarthy, Establishment California, is now reduced to threatening and pressuring incoming freshman House members to vote for him. We have the votes to force change, okay? And then uh, Matt Rosendell tweeted out, each member of Congress has earned and deserves equal participation in the legislative process. That will only happen if the House returns to the rules that governed this legislative body before Nancy Pelosi took control. Kevin McCarthy is not willing to make those changes. He wants to maintain the status quo, which consolidates power into his hands and a small group of individuals that he personally selects to do his bidding. 
We need a leader who can stand up to the Democrat-controlled Senate and resident Biden. I just said that. It's actually said president. And unfortunately, that is not Kevin McCarthy. Right now, he doesn't have the votes, and he won't have the votes if Republican, MAGA Republicans stand strong. Don't worry, we'll still get rid of all those losers in the House and all those committee seats and all those uh, committee positions, but we don't have to have Kevin McCarthy to do it, okay? Now, we're going to move on, and we're going to go to the clucking, triggered hens of The View. As much as I hate to show these people of The View, I've got to show you this video, because this video, you are going to pick apart six ways from Sunday, and you're going to laugh. Now, Whoopi Cushion is back after her, like, third COVID, right? This is, like, her third time catching COVID, even though she's um, vaccinated and boosted, like, a thousand times. And she actually addresses that. And these ladies are so incredibly stupid. I'm not even going to make this up. I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. These ladies are so incredibly dumb that they end up telling, how stupid, telling you how stupid they are in a 57-second conversation. And then we'll break it down. Let's go to the video. Thank you. <laughs> I tell you, you know you can get boosted within an inch of your life, and then the next thing you know, you got COVID again. (laughs) Good God. But I don't have it now, and that's why I'm back at the table. (laughs) But I will tell you, you know, we've been used to people saying, well, it wasn't that bad. This was a rough one. This was was a rough one. It still felt rough. Yeah, it it was. It wasn't feeling rough. It was rough. It was rough. It was rough. You know, you get up and you think, oh, I'm going to go. No, I'm not. Yeah. You know, well, it's interesting. We've been seeing this. We were worried about a resurgence during the mm-hmm. holidays. And I was flying uh, this weekend. I flew to Florida. I was the only person with a mask on. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, people, you, it's here still, yeah. right? So let's wear our masks. Let's take the precautions. So let's break that down, okay? First of all, Whoopi Cushion said you can get boosted to the, to the within an inch of your life and you're still sick. Now, Funny thing about that is she's saying that the vaccine does not work. Not only is she saying that the vaccine does not work because she said you can get boosted to an inch of your life and you still catch COVID. She then says how bad it was. And everybody sat there and goes, it was still that bad. It was still that bad. Yeah. She goes, it didn't feel that bad. It was that bad. I couldn't move. Okay. So now you're saying that not only does the vaccine not work, not only does getting boosted not work. But it also doesn't do anything to dampen the symptoms that they are promising you would happen if you get the COVID shot. She's saying it was worse this time, worse than the last time. But wait a minute. I thought that this was going to help your symptoms. Didn't work. So then the other idiot chimes in and says, well, I was on a plane to Florida this weekend and I was the only one wearing a mask. Why are you going to Florida, lady? I thought Florida was the land of don't say gay. I thought Florida was the land of racists. I thought Florida was the, la- the land of Ron DeRacist is what they called him one time. I thought Florida was a place that you didn't want to go because they were taking America backwards, not forwards, with their gayness and their transgenderism and their CRT. Why are you going to Florida? What is in Florida that you need to go there for so badly? I thought Florida was so bad. I was the only one on, a ma- on the plane wearing a mask. Does it tell you how stupid you are? Look how- In 57 seconds, these morons told you how incredibly stupid they were and how incredibly wrong they were and how, ba- uh, and how much they lie. You get it? These people are incredible. I, I don't even know. Is there, is there a dumb, dumb award large enough? Is there a dumb? I'm, I don't even know if they deserve the dumb, dumb award. You know what they are? This is, hey, Whoopi, thanks for checking in. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, man. Rumble the video if you have it. Hey, um, let's move down to the border real quick. Uh, as ICE agents have arrested over 130 illegal alien sex offenders, ladies and gentlemen. And that's just what they got on this round. Officers with the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement um, Agency and Removal Operations arrested more than 130 sex offenders illegally present in the United States in a nationwide campaign Authorities announced on Monday. Now, I will tell you this. What's really odd about all these illegal aliens is that the Biden administration last week at the end of the week said that they were going to start sending Cubans back to Cuba by plane. They're not allowed to be here. Now, why is that? Why is it that Cuba 
Or why is it that Cubans aren't allowed to be here illegally, but everybody else in the world is? I'll tell you why. Because Cubans that are here illegally know very well what communism, Marxism, and socialism is. And they know very well what's happening here, and they won't vote for Democrats because of that. So Biden is deporting Cubans while he's got the, the southern border wide open for every other cartel member, drug, uh, drug addict, drug pusher, and sex trafficker. That's okay. That's okay. From October 22nd through November 4th, law enforcement arrested 138 illegal aliens, including some with an ex- executable final order of removal. Many of those arrested were described as citizens of Mexico who were convicted of child sex crimes. These sex offenders will be removed from the United States, ending and impeding their ability to further victimize residents, said Salt Lake City ICE official Michael Bernanke. I'd hate to have that last name, huh? Remember Ben Bernanke? Five non-citizen, non-citizens, five illegal sex offenders were apprehended in the Salt Lake City area. 21 were arrested in Los Angeles, five in the Seattle area, 15 in the San Francisco area. And ICE's removal office conducted 3,415 arrests of illegals for sexual assaults last fiscal year alone. Ladies and gentlemen, how many people do you think are in this country illegally hurting Americans? Do you think it's in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions? Now, of the 10 million people that say they're here illegally, or who knows, let's just use a round number there. Of the 10 million people that are here illegally, I imagine a vast majority of them are not sex offenders. But what is that number? What is that number? What is the number of people that are here that are hurting Americans, period, whether they're sex offenders or not? That's a number we will never know. Yet they're shipping Cubans out. They're shipping Cubans out. What did President Trump say? They're coming across the border. They're murderers. They're rapists. And a majority of those were from Mexico. How do you like that? Oh, but that's racist. That's racist. Unbelievable. I, 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 I hope all the uh, Cubans start telling the authorities that they're Mexican. <laughs> that way they can stay, right? But that is a scary, scary thing to think about, especially if you have children, daughters, granddaughters, etc. right? So at least those 137 are back to Mexico or on their way back to Mexico, and that's 137 more that we don't have to worry about. But all of this is Biden's fault. Every bit of this is, on the, is, is blood on the hands of Biden. Every single bit of this is Biden's fault. And that is why Governor Abbott has said that he is he is uh, he is uh, violated the Constitution. And these are impeachable offenses. So impeach this man quickly. And no, impeaching him doesn't admit that he's the president of the United States. OK, I can't stand that. Well, that's just a means that he's the president of the United States. So let's just leave him there and do absolutely nothing. COVID. Taxrelief.org. Did you have a business in the years of the COVID pandemic? Did you have a 501c3 or did you have or belong to a church during COVID? Was your 501c3 forced to shut down? Was your church forced to shut down? Was your business deemed non-essential? How about did you have a business that maybe was deemed essential but you had employees and you kept them on the employee payroll no matter what. Well, if any of those sound like something that, I don't know, you were involved in or you were a part of or you know somebody that had a business or a 501c3 or church, go get your money. Go get the money that is there that you should go take right now because they've already taken it from your grandkids, so take it back. Take it back. This is the ERC funding, ladies and gentlemen. It's very, very simple if you go through my guys. COVIDtaxrelief.org. You can get up to $26,000 per employee and more if you can prove that supply chain issues also had an effect on your business. Go to COVIDtaxrelief.org. That's all. You don't need a promo code or anything. This is here to help you guys, okay? All right? So go there today, COVIDtaxrelief.org, and get the money that rightfully belongs to you and your family, all right? All right, uh, we're going to go a little over time tonight, but that's okay. We have 1,220 rumbles. We're going to try to get to 1,500. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been keeping up with what's going on with these railroad negotiations for a few months now because if the railroad industry falls, we all fall. If the railroad industry dies because, uh, or, or, or fails to negotiate any kind of a deal and the, and, the, and, the, and the railroad industry goes on strike, that is it for the economy. That is depression, not recession. That is 100% a depression if the railroad industry 
halts in any way, shape, or form. Now, these, negoti- these negotiations have been going on for quite some time, to no, to no avail. On September 16th, Joe Biden went on CBS, and Joe Biden actually claimed victory that he brokered a deal to keep these railroads alive. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a lie. That was a lie by resident Joe Biden. That never happened. He didn't broker any deal. No deal was ever, was ever, um, was ever, had ever been agreed on. And ladies and gentlemen, now that deal, though any kind of negotiations that were being talked about are completely falling apart faster than you would ever hope for. And my dad's been, uh, my dad has worked for the railroad for 20 years. Okay. So we're hearing diesel shortages, supply chain shortages, folks, all that is going to seem like candy. If it, if this railroad industry just goes and, and halts and shuts down. But I want to play a lie for you from Biden. This was right before the midterm elections. And he tried to claim that he brokered the deal. He did a good job. He didn't do Adam Schiff, okay? He didn't do Schiff. Play the lying video. President, you have just averted a nationwide railroad strike that would have been crippling. Lies. To the economy. Lies. How did you do that? And what were those last hours like in the negotiations? Well, look, we brought business and labor together. One of the things that happens in negotiations, particularly if they've been elongated like these have, is people say and do things where they, their pride gets engaged as well. And it's awful hard to back off of some of these things. So what we did was just say, look, let's take a look. Let's take a look at what's happening. You have a good deal being made for labor. Their, their income is going to go up 24% over the next five years. They've worked out the health care piece. They worked out days off. They both sat down, in my view, and they were in the office today saying, well, we finally figured out this is fair on both sides. And it took that time to focus. And, and All right, the alternative shut up. was All just right, not shut thinkable. that old bag of bones up. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let me just break something down for you. Joe Biden could not negotiate an ice cream away from a vendor that he already paid for. Joe Biden could not pay for an ice cream cone and negotiate that ice cream cone be handed to him in any way, shape, or form. How in the heck do you expect Joe Biden to broker a deal, a very, very, very difficult deal between the railroad and, uh, and everybody that they're trying to make their deals with in order to keep, uh, in order to make this union happy? What a liar. What an absolute liar, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm here to report for you right now that that is all about ready to break down. Railroad, or railroad union rejects the labor deal brokered by the Biden White House as national strike looms. Again, if, the, if I, I didn't want to play that rest of that video, but Joe Biden says something. Let's see what he says at the end here. Let's listen. What do you mean? If, in fact, they'd gone on strike, the supply chains in this country would have come to a screeching halt. We would have seen a real economic crisis. We would have seen a real economic crisis if that comes to halt. Well, guess what, liar? It is. You want to be impeached on that lie, too? Unbelievable how these people get away with what they get away with. Lie, just, uh, and, and saying that they did something that they didn't do right before the midterms, that was a lie. Oh, Mr. Biden, you brokered this deal. How did you ever do that? And what was the, what was the final moments like in the negotiation? <clears throat> well, uh, uh, come on, man. Shh, we're going to cure cancer. It's not a joke. I understand we still have truckers savvy, but if the railroad industry goes down, it is depression, period. It's that simple. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is joking on the White House lawn with his stupid turkey, and he's, and he's literally cracking jokes about election fraud. Listen to this. Before I gobble up too much time. Before uh, I gobble up too much time, he says, what an idiot. I didn't mean to get started, man. Don't start on it. And by the way, that, that's my grandson, Bo, up there, and my granddaughter. Don't let him jump. Oh, what an idiot. At any rate, you know, uh, let, we got to get on with this. First of all, the votes are in. They've been counted and verified. There's no ballot stuffing. There's no foul play. The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. That will cause. You hear that? Keep joking. I actually like it. I actually like it. At first, it made me mad. I'm like, this son of a 
gun. Then I realized something. When this is all said and done and we spell it out for you very clearly, who's going to be joking then? We won't bask, but, we, but who's going to be joking then? Biden, Kathleen Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton. Who's going to be joking then? Huh? So you guys can make all the jokes you want right now. Just know that we're on that battlefield and we're literally not going to let up ever. That, that foot is never going to come off your throat. We are going to literally and metaphorically strangle the political life out of you. And you will never, ever, 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 you and anybody that you've ever uh, brainwashed will never be allowed anywhere near any elected a seat ever again. Keep joking. Keep joking. I like it. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, somebody said 15 minutes past the hour. We got to hurry up because somebody has a meeting with Tim. Who are they talking about? Tim Gustafson, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Gustafson is helping everybody find a better Medicare plan by December 7th so they're not paying out the wazoo for things that they're not getting. One, uh, one lady said that she, got, she was saved $5,500 with, uh, with her insurance through Tim. So, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor if you were on Medicare, okay? Do yourself a favor and uh, go to insuritifinancialservices.com slash Medicare. Sign up and talk to Tim. Contact him and enroll now. He can help you out and he'll lead the LFA family members to a very, very good plan. Trust me, so many people have done it. And uh, I, I definitely encourage you to do so as well if you're on Medicare, okay? If you're on Medicare, insurityfinancialservices.com slash Medicare. Okay, we got a new message from Carrie Lake. Speaking of uh, elections, we do have a new message from Carrie Lake, so I would like to bring this up as soon as I can. This is coming on the heels of her actually uh, saying, uh, hold on, hold on. I will be the next governor of Arizona. This is right on the heels of Carrie Lake saying, I will be the next governor of Arizona. Here is your latest message from the great Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. It's Carrie Lake, and I have a message to the people of Arizona and all Americans. 40 days ago, elections in Arizona officially started when mail-in ballots were sent out across our state. Election day was 13 days ago, and Maricopa County is still counting ballots. Printer problems, tabulation errors, three-hour-long lines, and even longer. And confusing instructions given by election officials made this election day the most chaotic in Arizona's history. Half of voting centers that opened for the first time on election day, where the overwhelming majority of voters were voting for Kerry Lake, were not operational or had significant failures. Would you get on an airplane if half of the engines didn't work? Would our friends in the media be able to broadcast their nightly propaganda if only half of their studio equipment was working? The 2022 general election in Arizona was botched and broken beyond repair. Thankfully, the Attorney General's office is demanding answers from Maricopa County. Attorney General Mark Brnovich is taking the first steps necessary to remedy this assault on our democracy. This isn't about Republicans or Democrats. This is about our sacred right to vote, a right that many voters were sadly deprived of on November 8th. Tens of thousands of you have reached out, pleading with me to fight this fight. Rest assured, I will because if we give up now, we will no longer have a country. Attorneys are working diligently to gather information. Whistleblowers are coming forward and the curtain is being lifted. Whether done accidentally or intentionally, it is clear that this election was a debacle that destroyed any trust in our elections. Arizonans who choose to make their voice heard on election day should not be disenfranchised or punished for choosing to vote in person. Yet they were. I want you to know, Arizona, I will continue fighting until we restore confidence and faith in our elections. Hi, this is Carrie Lake. And All I right, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is a new message from Carrie Lake, and I agree 100%. Now, somebody said, why did she say democracy? You'll, you'll, uh, you'll hear real Republicans talk about democracy only in the sense of we, our voting system is a form of democracy, okay? We have a form of democracy in our voting system. 
but we are a constitutional republic and we do not live under a democracy, even though we have forms of democracy in our republic. That's how they get away with saying it, because we actually do utilize forms of, of democracy, but we are not a democracy. We take the best of democracy and we use it where we need to. Okay, that also comes from Rome, really. Um, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to play one more very, very weird and concerning thing for each and every single one of you. Now, I don't know if you guys noticed, but lately there has been a lot of weird, weird things going on with animals. And what am I talking about? Animals circling. Okay. And it's really, really odd because I, I go back to this. Everybody thought Noah was crazy and Noah was a conspiracy theorist and then it started raining, right? Well, understand this, ladies and gentlemen, animals have like a sixth sense, almost like humans do, like a built-in radar where they know something is about to happen, right? Cows know before it's going to rain, et cetera, et cetera. I want you to see what I'm about to show you. And I was going to show this about a week ago because I had one video and one of those videos is actually in this little montage, okay? And I want to thank Kaya Jones for putting this out there because it's got all of them pulled together, all right? It's not just the sheep that are walking in circles, folks. It's animals all around the world right now. So I'm just going to say this, and you'll see it on the video. Prepare. Prepare. Here we go. Let's play this. happening all over the world it's not just centralized what did jesus say my sheep will hear and know my name when i call ladies and gentlemen this is weird stuff going on now i'm not saying it's the second coming or 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 whatever circle back <laughs> somebody said circle back <laughs> that's actually funny anyway all i know is keep your focus on god Keep your focus on God, because that's all we got. I love the fact that we're here every day today, every single day, and we're chiming in with each other. But keep your focus on God, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you that. Anyway, everybody, God bless each and every one of you. That's going to do it for Live from America tonight. Again, obviously, tomorrow morning, bright and early, 9 a.m., Antonio Sabato Jr., followed by Loud Majority. Then, of course, um, yours truly, Jeremy Harrell at uh, 11 o'clock, and then Mike Crispy, Unafraid, at 12, and Anna Perez at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time for Wrong Think. Remember to go to JeremyHarrell.com, sign up for the newsletter, become a monthly or a one-time donor if you can. Every little bit helps. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys in the morning. Have a great night. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.